and welcome to the first episode of the IT Visionaries Podcast. I am your host, Isabella Areta, and joining me today is my co-host, RJ Amandi. Hello, Isa, and greetings to everyone. First of all, we want to thank you for being with us in this podcast interview. So, without any further ado, let us all welcome our today's guests, Lance Bernardino and Helen Tan from BSIT1C. Alright, Lance and Helen, welcome to the podcast. So for the audience who doesn't know you guys, why don't you give us a little something about yourselves? And let's start with Helen. Hello guys! First of all, I want to thank Isabella and RJ for inviting me to be a guest speaker on their podcast. My name is Helen Grace Tan and I'm a first-year college student at Bulacan State University, studying to get my bachelor's degree in information technology. I am 18 years old and I live in Santa Rita, Liginto, Bulacan. I love watching movies, particularly Marvel movies, and I also love watching Korean dramas. Yes, and that's Miss Helen Tan from BSIT1C. Maybe after the show, you can suggest some K-drama for me to watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. That's right, Helen. Why don't you give us some suggestions? And also, just a follow-up question. I'm just curious. Since you mentioned that you love watching Marvel movies, so I'm guessing you already watched The Avengers, right? So who in particular is your favorite character in the movie? My favorite MCU character is Doctor Strange. Wow, I'm actually quite surprised that you chose him because Doctor Strange is quite an underrated character. His powers, which is mystic arts and magic if I remember it correctly, is completely different from the rest of the MCU characters. Since his whole power rests on magic and many people find it awkward and weird, including Tony who calls him a wizard. So anyway, RJ, why don't you introduce our next guest? So, let's hear our other guest speaker, Lance. The floor is yours. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Isa and RJ. I'm Lance Harry Bernardino, a first-year college student at Vulcan State University. Same with Helen. I am 18 years old and live at San Marcos, Columpit, Bulacan. I love playing with and disassembling phones and computers. And I think this is no surprise, but I love playing video games, especially RPGs. I see that we have a tacky guy on our field. Well, I'm not really surprised since it's really not a bizarre thing for boys to manage fix things. I guess it's a guy thing, huh? So once again, welcome guys, and we are very delighted to have you guys. And now we'll proceed to our first part of the interview where we are just going to ask you guys some questions and you will answer them based on your experience and knowledge. So my buddy RJ, why don't you throw in the first question? Uh, okay, I got you buddy. Um, and for our first question, you guys, why did you choose the BSIT course? Let's begin with Lance. Basically when I was still a kid, I was already set on pursuing IT as my course for college. Then during high school, we learned how to code in basic HTML, PHP, and SQL. And then I found that I enjoy programming codes and seeing how the results come out. And then I chose BSIT to further develop my programming skills and learn about different methods and ideas to develop my skills in programming. 
Oh, I see. It looks like you already found your future career passion, Lance, and I think that's great. So, Lance, how are your experiences so far in this course? So far, all the professors that we have are amazing and do their best at teaching us their own subjects. I have learned so much and discovered many things about computers and IT. Because we're currently at online and distance learning, it's a shame that we can't do practical activities, especially the ones that require lab. But so far, it's all good and I feel like I will learn a lot. I do also feel you, Lance. I think it's very hard for every student to study online, especially to those students with programs that requires a physical laboratory, just like the BSIT course. How about you, Helen? Why did you choose the BSIT course? I chose this field because all of us can see how technology rapidly transforms our society. That is one of the reasons why there are so many job offers out there where information technology graduates are really needed. I also chose this course because I want to enhance my skills in digital editing and I want to learn how websites and applications are created and designed. Based on what Helen said, I think she's a practical person. Well, it is true for the most part that the tech industry can offer a lot of jobs since we are living in the 21st century wherein we are emerging with technologies such as industrial robots, artificial intelligence, and machine learning that are advancing at a rapid pace. It is also a good choice to be in line in a technology-related course because our industry is constantly innovating and we will need a lot of person that has expertise in technology. And since we are already talking about this, how about you share some experiences so far in this course, Helen? About my experiences in taking this course, I can say that I have very good and dedicated professors and instructors. My classmates are kind and it's not hard to reach them out and be friends with them. There are so many lessons and different terms in some subjects, that is why sometimes I find it hard to review. Overall, I enjoy being a BSIT student and I hope that future BSIT students will enjoy it too. Looks like you're already in good hands because I heard that it is really hard to find the bestie in a technology-related course since most of the students on that course are boys. Also, I'm happy that you have a great professors that are guiding you through your lessons. And I hope that it continues and you become an inspiration for the incoming freshmen. And thank you for sharing those experiences. And before we proceed on the next question, I would like to give some advice too. To remind you guys that just keep on reaching and pursuing your dreams. Even though the road becomes so bumpy, don't stop and never give up. Because in order to be successful, you really need to work hard for it. So moving on to our second question, what are your tips or advice to those students who will take a technology-related course? Since we begin with Lance on the previous question, why don't we start with Helen this time? My tips and advice for those students who will take or who wants to survive this course is that they should be prepared. They should be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually prepared because being a BSIT student is not a joke. If you really want to learn and excel, should study smart and not study hard. 
Enjoy at the same time because these precious memories and experiences are what you will remember as time passes by. Do not be discouraged if you don't understand the lesson or you got a low grade. Just take it easy, breathe, move on, and do better next time. Comply with all of your schoolworks and activities. Participate and cooperate on your group works and group projects. Make friends with your classmates and bond with them because you are with these people through your college life journey. Lastly, have fun, reward yourself, and do not forget to take a break. Yes, that's right. We should all be prepared, not just physically, but mentally. And I guess even emotionally and spiritually. Especially during this time that we are conducting our study in the means of an online learning. It is really stressful since we can't really do so much in a virtual class. Like, we can't communicate or interact at the same way that we do in a face-to-face class. But setting those things aside, we should still try to enjoy and have fun. Take a deep breath and relax because this type of setback is still a part of us that will mold us to be better. We should try to get out of that comfort zone and just go with the flow because that's life. We don't know where it will take us. We just have to do it. And enough with that. I guess we are getting a bit dramatic. So how about we hear Lance's thoughts? Lance, what are your tips or advice for those students who will take a technology-related course? Besides what Helen has advised, I think that it's important that you don't think that PSIT will be a breeze or easy to take. However, don't be discouraged, especially if you enjoy BSIT with passion. Especially if you think that you can make it your career. Watching YouTube videos and podcasts such as this will also help you with your studies as there are lessons and tips that you will pick up while watching them. Wow! Thank you for those wonderful pieces of advice, Helen and Lance. I hope that our viewers are taking notes because this might help them in the future, not only in the field of information technology, but also in other fields. So, moving on for our third question. During this time of pandemic, how do you think technology helped our education? Lance, what do you think? During the pandemic, a lot of things closed down, and some of us thought that the economy might come crashing down. Schools closed down, airports closed down, and a lot of things closed down. And a lot of people here in the Philippines thought that education might be stopped or would be stopped for a year or until the pandemic ends. However, thanks to technology, education continued with the use of different learning modalities some of us use some of us use modules to learn and educate ourselves in during this pandemic but most of us definitely utilize technology and use online learning modalities many different software such as zoom and google meet were utilized thanks to technology we were able to study in the comfort of our homes and safe from the pandemic. Yes, I agree to you, Lance. Without the technology, we will never be here having conversation with you guys. And technology is the one who created this online learning environment that provides a collaborative community where we students can build relationship amongst each other while continuously gaining new knowledge. How about you, Helen? What are your thoughts? In this era of pandemic, 
many are greatly affected. It brought changes and challenges in every aspect of our lives, and education is no exception. Technology was the key for us students to still learn and study without going out of our homes. Teachers and students had to adapt and adjust to this new normal style of learning where teaching was undertaken remotely on digital platforms. Technology provided different platforms where teachers and students can connect with each other. Zoom, Google Meet, and Microsoft Teams are video conferencing apps where synchronous learning takes place. Google Classroom and Microsoft Teams are free blended learning apps where students can pass their tasks and activities. Kahoot and Google Forms are online platforms where students can take their quiz. Studying and learning at the comfort of our homes is not a problem during this time of pandemic with the help of technology. Sad to say that's actually right. Things become so difficult when COVID-19 struck us. The type of learning that we used to do drastically changed. A lot of people lost their jobs, businesses, and some lost their loved ones. May their soul rest in peace. Also, the type of learning changed from face-to-face classes to virtual classes. And this type of learning is new and unfamiliar to the most of the students. That's why it is hard for the students like us to adapt on these changes. But we should also remember that it is also hard for our professors too. So, in order to survive, we must adapt in this sudden change, but in time, I believe we'll get used to it. Well, we are already doing this for two years, so I'm already getting the hang of it. And thanks to the technology today, we were able to execute this type of learning in the midst of this pandemic. So, thank you, Helen, for sharing your knowledge to us. But before we proceed, do you mind if we ask you guys what type of operating system you use? I'm currently using an Android Samsung phone. Actually, I'm currently using an iOS right now. It's a little old though, an iPhone 4S. Well, that's great. Since we are talking about technology, how about we hear your pros regarding Android, Helen? Android is an operating system run by Google. Pros, variety and hardware innovations. We can choose an Android smartphone from over 100 Android smartphone brands. Devices with Android systems have numerous hardware configurations to offer to us consumers. Processor, battery size, amounts of RAM or storage, the size, shape, and feature sets are different in each smartphone. That is why consumers can buy what they really want. Most hardware innovations come from Android too including bendy phones, screen fingerprint scanners, and pop-up selfie cameras. Apps Android smartphone users are not limited to install apps from Google Play Store, but rather from third parties as well, like apkmirror.com and apkpure.com. These are safe alternative app stores where Android smartphone users can also install apps. Memory Full storage is not a problem for Android smartphone users because Android smartphones supports expandable memory. Android smartphone users can conveniently add more storage with the use of removable storage like memory cards. More SIM slots Like an external SD card, most Android smartphones have more than one SIM slot. And lastly is the price. 
Android smartphones are affordable, that is why it is accessible to anyone on any budget. Yes, that's right. And thank you for that very insightful information, Helen. And like what you have said, there are so many features and incentives that Android does, especially in the application compatibility and memory. And yes, you have a point. And I say this because as an Android user, this is just a disclaimer, guys, and based on my experience, it is true that Android is very reliable and user-friendly like it is not meticulous when it comes to downloading different apps and once your storage is full you can just expand or replace it with a new and bigger one and let me just share some things that i love on android the aesthetic of the user interface wherein it provides an intuitive user interface well i don't know if it's just me but i really do love cute and minimal things and the fact that we can customize it is really amazing and not just that, because when it comes to budget, Android will not disappoint you. You can find Android phones that already have a good specs like high camera resolution, smooth processors, and large capacity of storage at a low price. That's why I'm not really shocked to find out that 72.2% of people in the global market prefer Android according to Star Counter. Okay, I become really engaged and somewhat biased with this. So to avoid that, how about we hear your cons regarding Android Helen? So the cons are low specification devices run slow. The Android operating system occupies a lot of space. Mobile phones with low hardware specifications run slow because of this. It also comes with several default apps that further slow down the smartphone operation that sometimes lead to hitting issues. Virus protection. Android does not come with default virus protection that is why users need to download antivirus systems to protect the device from getting affected. A lot of apps in Google Play Store may contain viruses that will greatly affect the device and its operation. It also has too much ads. The number of ads are too much in Android. Even some popular brands like Xiaomi show ads on default apps that makes it less user-friendly. Battery. There is a lack of battery management because of several apps keep running in the background that eats the power. And lastly, unwanted apps. There are many apps which many users don't need to have. It consumes RAM and storage. Some Android brands install its default apps, including prompted apps, which are similar and unwanted that sometimes are uninstallable. Thank you, Helen, for that very informative answer. So again, to not be biased on the topic, it is also true that most of Android phone has a lot of default apps that are already installed on your mobile phone, like apps that consumes your phone storage and RAM that may cause for your phone to slow down and overheat. In addition, some of the Android phone has updates on their system that sometimes cause your phone to be a bit laggy and slow, especially if your chosen phone is somewhat old or has a low specs and I guess that's the downside of Android. Bummer, isn't it? Also, in terms of virus protection, battery, and RAM consumption, most of Android that has low specs doesn't have a pre-installed antivirus system. And it also consumes a lot of battery and RAM since there are a lot of unwanted apps that is running in the background of your mobile phone. So yes, Android is very affordable, but you should invest on good specs for a reasonable price. 
to avoid some problems that may occur. Always check the specs. Don't just buy because it has a beautiful design. Always do your research and be wise in your decision. It is good that we are explaining the pros and cons of the Android so that we will not be addressed as biased in this episode. <laughs> but nowadays, I know you know this, we usually see stuff powered by Android, especially here in the Philippines, whether it is our phone, tablet, TV, or and car, or even our appliances. When a device goes from just working to actually making our life easier, maybe Android is behind it, but Let's talk about its competitor, which also have good feedback, the iOS. How about we hear the advantages of iOS from Lens? So here are some advantages for the iOS. Their applications on the iPhone, like Instagram, are much more optimized compared to Android. This is because for iPhone, app developers only need to base on a small number of models and build of iPhones compared to the numerous different companies and models. For Android, as Helen stated, there are hundreds of models and brands for Android, while iPhone only has Apple as the company manufacturing them. You know what, Lance? Personally, I've been using Android since then, and I'm satisfied with its performance, but hearing those advantages makes me want to invest in this kind of devices. But how about the disadvantages of iOS, Lance? The disadvantages of iPhone is pretty niche, if I say. You really won't find most of it unless you encounter a certain problem. Let's start off with the price. Because of Apple's brand logo or the company, the company being famous and all, iPhones are often overpriced. Now, the headphone jacks. We all know that iPhones today do not have headphone jacks. Due to Apple's integration with the AirPods, which is also expensive for the common citizen. Although you will find many Android phones, especially the flagship ones, uh, with no headphone jacks too. Now, compared to Android, you can't easily download applications from third-party stores in the iPhone. You can only download them from the Apple Store or App Store, making you limited to what they offer. As such, if you need an app that isn't on the App Store, tough luck, because the chances are you won't be able to get it, unless you jailbreak your iPhone. And unlike Android phones, iPhones are limited to the interface that Apple manufactured for their iPhones. You cannot customize it pretty easily, like rooting an Android phone and changing to a custom firmware. While you can opt to jailbreaking your iPhone, it makes it dangerous and has the risk of completely breaking it, rendering your iPhone pretty useless. And for the next one, you cannot use SD cards on iPhones. You are limited with the storage space that you have. For example, if you get a 64GB iPhone today, and most likely you are limited to that 64GB. And upgrading the storage space is not as easy as inserting an SD card for Androids. Another thing besides not having an SD card slot is the apps are larger compared to Android. This means that with no external storage, your phone will run out of storage pretty quick, especially if you take a lot of pictures. And currently there is an ongoing issue of right to repair with Apple where the Face ID wouldn't work 
if you have it repaired from a third-party phone repair. And having it repaired to Apple is certainly on the pricier side. Oh, it looks like both platforms, iOS and Android, have pros and cons, but I guess choosing between one of them depends on what a certain user value the most, right? Based on what you guys said, in Android it is more customizable, perfect for people who like to tinker and personalize their devices, while in iOS, iOS tend to have more consistent and efficient performance, I think. It is simple and easy to use, but beneath this simpleness, I consider the iOS is one of the most powerful mobile operating system as of now. How about our viewers? What do you think? Share your thoughts in the comment section. And that's it! Yes, partner, you are right. Both platforms are unique and has good points and bad points in their own way. Like in the case of Android where they allow the user to freely install apps that they want, expand or change your storage without losing your data because it is SD card supported, and it's very affordable and user-friendly, but it still has flaws. Because Android phones has a lot of pre-installed apps that consumes your storage and RAM that cause your phone to run slow. Also, some of Android phones don't have a pre-installed antivirus. That's why it makes the user prone in system viruses. But on the other hand, its competitor, the iOS operating system, is only available in one brand, and it is the Apple. This operating system is much more optimized than Android. It has aesthetic look, high-quality camera, and easy to use due to its simplicity. Also, it can assure you to be malware-free because you can only install apps that is available on its app stores. But just like the Android, it has also a downside. Since this operating system is only available on an Apple brand, that's why it will cost you a lot of money just to afford it. And the latest iPhone don't have earphone jacks. It has a limited interface and you can't put SD card in it. That's why it is hard to expand the storage of this phone. And it has an ongoing issue where its special feature, the Face ID, wouldn't work if you have it repaired to a third-party phone repairer. And so that's our insight about the Android versus iOS. So choose wisely. And so as an ending statement, what is your personal quote to encourage our incoming IT freshman, Helen? My personal quote to encourage our incoming IT freshmen is that let your weakness be the key to your success. Based on my personal experience, sometimes when I feel discouraged, when I don't fully understand some lessons, I tend to think that I can't keep up with others. I realize that it is normal and it is okay to feel that way. After that, I motivate myself and I take my time to study the lesson again until I can fully understand it. Do not pressure yourself, guys, and always take your time. Actually, that's quite good. Let your weaknesses be the key to your success. It is just portraying that we must not let our weaknesses drag us down, but instead, turn it into power and inspiration to grow more. Take time to improve in whatever field that you feel you're weak, while maintaining or improving where you're strong at. Strive for success and don't let that weaknesses stop you. So Lance, how about you? What is your motivational quote? Don't let others break you down and believe in your strengths and weaknesses. As long as you have 
confidence in yourself, whatever obstacles you may face, you will be able to stand up stronger than last time. And as Master Ugwe has said, there are no accidents. Yes, do not allow yourself to be overcome or disappointed by someone. Don't let their constant teasing get you down. Follow your passion and the things that brings you joy no matter what others say to you. If you let someone else to influence in a negative way your, to your aspiration or your dreams, that means you were brought down by others. So going back, thank you for those encouraging quotations, Helen and Lance. And I hope that our viewers have learned something from today's episode in IT Visionaries. Thank you so much for coming on the first episode of the IT Visionaries podcast, Helen and Lance. It was a pleasure having you guys. Thank you guys for inviting me. I really enjoyed today. Thank you so much, Isabella and RJ. It has been a pleasure. And that concludes the first episode of the IT Visionaries podcast. You, our audience, what do you think would be an encouraging quote to boost our day? So let us know what you think in the comments and as always, thanks for listening and we will see you guys next time. Same day, same time, same podcast.